A Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. K-pop fans rejoice. Looking for a place to hear your fave K and J-pop groups or to discover new ones? Look no further because this is K-pop. Hosted by your fave Blink and K-pop obsessive, DJ Tricky Kid. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of This is K-pop. I'm your host as always, DJ Tricky Kid. We got our girl, Aisha. We're going to be talking Triple S was in Fort Worth last night as part of their subunit, which is called Love Illusion, featuring eight of the girls. Shout out to our girl, Whitney Blake who oversees Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth, as well as Will Rogers Auditorium. I can't tell you what it is, but a huge announcement of a certain K-pop group is going to be returning to Dickie's Arena. And that announcement, I think, will be made next week. Also want to let you guys know, uh, David Spade, Jason Trevino, and uh, uh, Kathleen Madigan are all will be appearing at Dickie's Arena coming up. Make sure you go to these events. They'll ask you the expert here Aisha can you explain to our listeners what is a subunit a subunit is when they take certain girls from the group and form a subunit and they're essentially like a separate band but within the larger whole why would a subunit be created i just think it's another revenue source i agree with you I also wanted to expound on this subunit thing. It's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> if you've got a product that works, the consumers will buy it. There's a pushback on commercializing it to that level. You're sacrificing dignity or compromising imagined legacy. In this case, there's more to unpack. This could lend itself to the bigger conversation of these girls not being able to take the best possible care of themselves to be able to look a certain way. My instincts are telling me this is a way to fall back on. These tours, and this girl's ill, and this girl can't make it, and things happen, but happening at this rate tells a much bigger story. It's a bummer. The stress of the traveling. We can fracture the of these subunits. The consumers would buy it. So it's like with a comic book. They'll, they'll put out one book and have nine different artists draw a different cover. Well, if you're into that, you want all nine covers, so you're willing to buy the same comic book nine times. I also can make a comparison to the Wu-Tang Clan. So many people in that group, like 10, and talk about problematic. It was almost impossible for them to ever really tour. I don't know if they ever actually toured with all 10 members. It was always something, but it also speaks to ambition. The reason so many different Wu-Tang projects, because there was so much talent and inspiration and people wanting their own career. I know that that doesn't really apply here because they don't really have control over this, but but also could give them a sense of of, of, of identity instead of being lost in a, in, a, in a crowd. So that's why I wanted to break down that, that out of all of the K-pop groups so far, I feel like that Triple S has been the one that's been most difficult to break down. I'm a, a Prince fanatic and trying to keep up with his output because there was so much of it and trying to categorize it and put it in neat manageable piles has been challenging to say the least the show we're covering was a triple s subunit called love lucian and they make that even more challenging when they have yet another subunit debuting literally just a few weeks after the other one where it's called evolution <laughs> triple s as a, a whole in terms of of members it's 16 girls the subunit triple a 
Then you've got Cree that has four members. Also, a lot of the, a lot of the names are very similar. It wouldn't be difficult if I was Korean because I'd be used to it. But then you've got Acid Eyes. Then the group that we saw, Love Lucian, just came out with their first EP on August the 17th, 2023. It's just like a symbol, but it's pronounced Muhan. Speaking of Prince, you know, Prince is a symbol. First single is called Girls Capitalism, and there's a great video for that on their YouTube channel. This is Girls Capitalism, and we'll be right back with more. This is Capo. This is Sunny Suicide, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. To show you how complicated it can potentially can get, just two months later, Evolution debuted on October the 11th, and hopefully they'll be coming out with a tour as well. I really enjoyed the show. They had a really great attitude, very playful with each other. I wasn't that familiar with Triple S. I knew a couple of songs and did my best to to educate. They're not putting the money into it. Last night, and again, this is no knock on them whatsoever, because I enjoyed what I saw, but it really wasn't a show. 
It was more like a dress rehearsal, no costume changes, literally zero production, not even using a back screen. The light stayed on for most of the time and no costume changes. They should have bought onto a, a bigger tour. Olivia Rodrigo, Triple S could, could be playing Madison Square Garden. As a tour manager, are you responsible for picking venues? Yeah. Who's responsible for that generally? The, the manager, the management has a booking agent. The manager is a liaison for all the players. A&R personnel reporting where the biggest numbers are coming from. You're getting more booking agents. Apply these numbers to make a route that makes the most sense. I've often wondered, do they not have a good American counterpart? Let me answer that. From an independent standpoint, the booking agent crunches the numbers. The booking agent is now selling this tour package to the promoter. Now it's up to Live Nation to promote it. The difference is label and management is the same. Uniates in the best interest of the artist against the corporation. If the corporation is your management, the girls have nobody there to, to fight for them. I park, I got my ticket, it will call. I walked in right as they were starting. I'm literally in the second row and I go to my seats and there's like these like two nerdy guys and I'm kind of like in between them and, and they were afraid of me. Three songs in, I finally went, hey, didn't you and I sit next to each other at Mama Moo back in June? He goes, dude, I was just about to say, what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> Only in K-pop. My first thought was when you get comp tickets, every venue has one row. Okay. So that would make sense if he gets comp tickets. Is There's he a media guy too? He isn't. What are the odds sitting next to each other? As we take our final break, I want to tell you about something uh, special and, uh, and very personal. We supporting athletics, especially and local cheer programs. We had Morgan Seminary on the show, and she was so wonderful and lovely. On my other show, Growing Up 80s, I talk a lot about growing up in Arkansas. While waiting to get our tires changed, I struck up a conversation with this gal about my age and find out she's also from Little Rock. I can tell with her friendliness and good nature, people from Arkansas are the best people in the world. Ernesta Franklin, and she's a head of this really great nonprofit. So give me an opportunity here to let me tell you a little bit about it and how you can also make a difference and make a donation. Her program, CHEER, is an anagram that stands for Clinic Helping Enhance Extraordinary Results. Their mission is to empower youth to become full participants in their community, to promote and influence extracurricular activities, and their focus is cheer and dance. And they believe, and so do we, that sportsmanship is a hidden passion that leads to leadership development. Make a donation go to cheercampclinic.com and right there in the upper right hand corner there is a donate button visa mastercard american express discover paypal any way you want to make it the next five people that do and show me i will match the highest one I'm so proud to use my voice and platform to lend support to something that is making such a difference in young people's lives, in their communities. Reach out to them at cheer200321 at gmail.com. Find out how you can get involved with Cheer today. Triple S, they were awesome. 
Again, thanks to my co-host, Aisha. That you all should be following on Twitter under M-A-L-L-O-R-I-E-X-I. I'm so glad that she's been joining us. And we hope to have her back next week when we're going to cover they see and their first full American tour. They were part of the K-Con tour last year that came through Dallas. I missed it, unfortunately. My K-pop initiation began with Blackpink last October. So I'm celebrating my one-year K-pop, uh, uh, the song Black soul dress and we will see you next week this has been a presentation of tricky kid media originals distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by roy turner edited and mastered by marcus miller original score by jocelyn hunt artwork by antora sandy marketing and pr by francesca miles tricky kid radio is hosted by roy turner with introductions by me dana french Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week. Everything that black and blue do that